Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 81st episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Shaw Bell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is One Tree Hill actress turned farmer and author Hilary Burton. Born in Sterling, Virginia, Hillary was very active in high school as the captain of the cheerleading squad, the student council president, and homecoming queen. She started her career as a VJ on MTV's Total Request Live, the maiden appearance on Dawson's Creek, before getting cast in her breakout role on One Tree Hill. Since then, she's played lead roles in films such as Our Very Own, Solstice, and The List, and TV shows like Grey's Anatomy, Forever, and Lethal Weapon. More recently, Hillary wrote her memoir, The Royal Diaries, and became became a co-host with her husband of AMC's Friday Night In With The Morgans. In this episode, Hillary introduces us to her life on the farm and what she's learned from her experience. How are you able to transition from being a bi-coastal Hollywood actress to raising a family on a farm? And what were the hardest sacrifices you had to make? My fantasy had always been to be a family person on a farm. And so at first it, it felt a little bit like I was playing a role. You know, you, you find the right wardrobe. You surround yourself with people that can teach you, that you can almost mimic in a way. And then as time goes on, it becomes easier and easier to slip into that role. Now I find that it's so much harder to go to work where I have to play one of these like pencil skirt ladies. I used to do that with such ease, but now to get like the dirt out from under my fingernails and, and walk like a lady instead of a farmer is a little bit more difficult. The things that I sacrificed, I think I sacrificed uh, nothing really. I sacrificed insecurity. I was so insecure in LA because everywhere you go, there's that notion of you're gonna be exposed or someone's gonna run into you and see what a dirt bag you are. And here, the people that we have surrounded ourselves with really value us for our core, not our exterior. And it, um, I don't know, it's everything I ever wanted. That's great to hear. And how have your views on life and work changed from the time you spent living in big cities like LA and New York to living in a small town like you are now? I think working in the arts can be tricky sometimes because so much of your work is controlled by other people, whether it's how it's edited or how it's put out into the universe. There's so many other strings that are pulled that you have no control over. And living in a rural setting where we are doing manual labor every day. It's tangible work that at the end of the day, my husband and I can look at and say, we did this and it's done and it's ours. So ownership of our lifestyle has really helped our self-esteem and our relationship because I, I look at what he accomplishes here and I value it so much. I see him chop a cord of wood all by himself and I just, it's like the cutest thing ever. Or he comes in the house and I've made a beautiful beautiful pie or I've sewn a quilt, you know, and he really values me for that. So 
I think having tangible things to, to put out into the world is important. And this community really values that homemade lifestyle. And so, yeah, if that's what you're looking for in life, run to it. I, I promise you it's worth every effort. Reading your book reminded me of the reality TV show, The Simple Life, and that you had to learn new skills to survive and thrive in your new environment, like raising animals. And as you just said, you know, your husband, you know, cutting logs. Um, <laughs> what was the most challenging skill you had to learn and how did you learn it? Oh, the most challenging skill? I'll tell you what, when I have to get in with some of the animals, not all of the animals, you know, our animals are loves. But every once in a while, the donkey and emu we adopted can get a little aggressive. Uh, and so I have to remind myself that I'm not a city girl. Like, I'm a country girl now. And I just get in there and shoo them away while I'm trying to fill up their bowl. Um, yeah, you know, I think all the other farmers in town make fun of me because <laughs> I still get a little gun shy around horses and stuff. But to me, it's based out of deep respect for all of these creatures. I respect them. I respect their space. And uh, it's an honor to be able to share our farm with them. While the coronavirus pandemic that we're living in right now has resulted in isolation, job loss, and death, the silver lining is that many of us are getting closer, even from a distance. What has this crisis and your new life taught you about the power of human connection? Well, fortunately, in a small town, we all know each other. And so there's no anonymous group that needs help. When you hear that the nurses need help, I know those nurses. Their kids go to school with my kids. When you hear that the doctors need help, my best friend is a doctor at the hospital here. Anonymity goes away. And then it's not about, it's not about helping a stranger. It's helping your family, and that's worth every effort. So the women I'm friends with here, we created a platform on Givenkind. Givenkind is a, it's a website that you can crowdfund, you can create a registry for needed items, and you can also create care schedules. And so we've used it to take care of our local hospital, to create masks, to secure PPE for our, our staff. And to use local restaurants who are hurting right now to feed our first responders at, uh, at our testing facility. So I think working together is a really great relationship builder. And right now, hopefully, we are all working as hard as we possibly can together. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice is the want to creates the how to. I always credit my dad with this. It's a phrase he used my whole childhood. If you want something bad enough, you will figure out how to do it. So the want to creates the how to. So if you want to be an actor, go to New York, go to LA, go to where your opportunity is. If you want to be a farmer, then buy that piece of property with the house that's maybe not as nice, but with a little bit more land and, and try your hand at it. When you want something, you will creatively problem solve. And that's how you know you really want it. There's a lot of goals out there that are easy to, to push to the side and procrastinate on. When it's your passion and when it's the thing you want more than anything, you will figure out how to do it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Hillary. To follow her journey, you can read her book, The Royal Diaries, and find her on Twitter and Instagram where she shares pictures of her family, nature, her daily routines, highlights for her AMC weekly series, and her DIY projects. 
We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now. 